Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies, to our episode number 17, The Art of Getting Unstuck, with a guest interview of Joe Lou Fleck. And we are the missing pieces created in the life you love. Our, all episodes are based around health, wealth, fulfillment. So today is a little bit on all three, actually. And I'm your host, Kelly Carter, a registered nurse, mom, chronic illness survivor, and entrepreneur. I aim to share my path through growing my business around my life and not the other way around. And I'm hoping to light the way for you to do the same. So Joe Lou is in business is in the business of helping you to get unstuck, assisting you in getting to the bottom of the beliefs that hold you back. Her transformative process helps uncover limiting subconscious beliefs release them and establish new beliefs that are more in line with who you truly are and what you truly want to be in your life and do in your life. With over 35 years in business, 20 of which have been running her own technical business, Jolu is uniquely qualified to help business owners who feel held back by something they can't quite identify or anyone who is just feeling stuck. Welcome today, Jolu. I hope you can tell us a little bit more about how you got in this part of your business, you know, the, the part of helping people uncover their beliefs. Well, I'd love to do that, Kelly, and thank you so much for having me on your show. Um, you know, we go through life making goals, setting goals for things, and setting intentions for things, and sometimes they just don't come about and we can't quite figure out why. We know we're stuck on something, but we just can't figure it out. And that certainly happened to me over life, my lifetime. Um, you know, I've been a student of a, a spiritual path for decades, and I was always drawn towards these positive thinking concepts. I remember as a child, I was absolutely mesmerized by listening to Earl Nightingale's radio show. And uh, I read all the classics, the Napoleon Hill, the Norman Vincent Peale, the Zig Ziglar, all of, all of that Um, later on studied some new thought, and I was really particularly drawn to the works of Catherine Ponder or anything about affirmations. And I used these throughout my adult life and my business life. But there was a time when I made a life-changing observation, and that was Mm -hmm. that I could speak, I could repeat a specific affirmation with all the energy and enthusiasm that I could muster, but I would feel this dissonance in my chest. It was almost like a, a an actual vibration. I don't know whether you've ever experienced that, but it was like, mm-hmm. wow, something's out of sync here. And I realized at a very deep level that my psyche, my mind, did not believe a word of that affirmation. Mm-hmm. It was just totally out of sync. And it's not that every affirmation I had elicited that same response, but I did notice that the really big ones the really big changes I wanted to make often had that strongest dissonance. And, and my understanding of affirmations was that if you said it long enough, it would come true. So if, surely if I just would bear down and stick with it, the dissonance would dissolve. But I did not necessarily find that to be true. Um, and so I began exploring more of that. And, and, and what I learned was that there was a subconscious belief that, was in direct opposition to this affirmation, my current desire, but how do you get to those? Um, Mm -hmm. What do you do about those? So Mm -hmm. So what did you do? In 
in my first part of this path, of course, I was you know, studying all these spiritual principles, working everything I could. I had vision boards. I had uh, you name it. But I was introduced to EFT, the Emotional Freedom Technique. Are you familiar with that? Mm-hmm. Okay. That was developed by Gary Craig, and he, he developed it from the early work of Roger Callahan, Dr. Roger Callahan. It was uh, thought field therapy. It's still out there today, but Gary Craig made EFT a little more available to uh, the individual. And you tap on specific acupressure points on the body while you're focusing on the specific emotion or issue that you have, and it removes this electrical charge that's associated with that issue. So in other words, it's going after that subconscious belief that's causing this emotion. And I found with EFT that you could really tap down, if you want to call it that, or tap out uh, a very strong emotional response in a matter of minutes, and you would unearth these beliefs you had that were going on. Oh, that's why I believe that. So I worked with that. I got some training in that. Um, a bit later, I, I will... to help people remove pain. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yes, to it help does. It really pain. does work. It works for pain. It works for anything that's emotional. Um, and I use it to this day. I think it's one of the fastest ways to get out of a real highly emotional state, whatever it might be, sadness, anger, anxiety, whatever it might be. Um, mm-hmm. But I kept looking, kept thinking, and I was introduced to uh, Carol Truman's work, the script, and uh, I think you and I have spoken about that before. It's something that you use quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And that is really a comprehensive process from my, as I would describe it, on a spiritual level to release yourself from the bonds of old beliefs and emotions. And when I say comprehensive, I mean you are calling upon all parts of your being. We are energy. Our subconscious is energy. Our conscious is energy. Um, Our soul is energy. So you're calling upon all of those to help you get to those old limiting beliefs and release them and establish some new ones. So I put that into my toolbox. Um, And my progress with these two was so apparent to others that I really began to facilitate with other people. I'd say, hey, work with me on this. And their experience was really inspiring for both them and and for me too. And then I added another piece to this, and this was uh, Psyche. Because the whole, the whole problem is that we get stuck on something, and we don't know what it is. And it's uh, I liken it from the technical standpoint. If you have ever opened um, a web page and, and it had a script on it and you get this message that said, uh, you know, stop this script, this script is running, something's going on, um, or you've opened up uh, a piece of software and you're not getting the results you want and you have to go back and change settings. That's kind of the analogy I have for this. We have in our subconscious, which runs about 95% of our life, all these scripts that are running. And they were developed when we were young. They were developed when we were very young, before the age of six. It's not until we're in the five to eight range that we really start drawing conclusions about life. We're literally working in the theta wave range from about the age of two to six. So we're very impressionable, and that's when we hear things like, boys don't cry, or you're stupid, and they stick with us. 
Money doesn't grow on trees. (laughs) Money doesn't grow on trees, all these things. And it's not until we're, oh, in the 8 to 12 range that we really start to do some conscious analytical thinking. Now, that's not to say that you and I can't lay down a new subconscious script today based on something we've experienced. And we do, but the majority of these are laid down when we're children. And we don't even know they're there. It's like that Mm -hmm. iceberg only about 5% of the icebergs above the water and the 95%, which is our subconscious, is below the water. So how do you get to those? And that's when I got involved uh, with um, Psyche, which is, a again, a spiritual process with some psychological benefits. And you actually work to identify the subconscious belief, or as close as you can get to it, and use whole brain techniques to establish a new belief. Can you tell us a little bit about how that works? Well, when you use the whole brain, most of us are either using mostly our left or mostly our right during the day. We're not really in as much of a whole brain uh, state of mind. And we can. there are some techniques you can use that will get you into a whole brain state of mind where you can really learn more. When, you, when your brain is balanced and you're using both sides, you can really... Uh, learn faster. Children can learn faster if you can get them into a whole brain state. Any of us can do that. I I practice a little whole brain technique every day before I sit down to do any work just so I'm working with everything I have available to me. But what you do is you identify this and you get into, you test with applied kinesiology. You test to see if your subconscious believes a statement. So let's say... um, Let's take one that's often true for a child, you know, I'm stupid. Well, we make the emotional opposite of that. I'm really smart. I am really smart, and I can learn anything. You can use applied kinesiology to test. The person says the statement, and you test to see if their subconscious really believes it, because it's all electrical. It's all going to come out in the testing. Um, And if that tests weak, then you know you need to lay down a new belief. You need a new script running. Mm -hmm. Subconscious beliefs can always be reprogrammed. And there's a number of modalities that do that. Um, Rote memory will do it. It just takes time. Hypnotherapy works. takes time. Years of counseling works. takes years of counseling. And then there are other methods that are much quicker in the realm of energy psychology, and Psyche is is one of the fastest. So you test to see if the subconscious believes this new positive statement. Then you get into a whole brain state, and the person mentally repeats this new belief statement over and over and over in their mind. It does not take that long for the brain to actually accept that new statement. In tests they've done with brain scans on the spot working with people, they have seen that the subconscious will take that new statement within 30 seconds. Nice. That's fast. Seconds. It's very fast. Now, we're asking the person who's, who's doing this to 
be aware of any change that they feel physically, emotionally, psychologically, and when they are done, then to open their eyes. And people will have a variety of different experiences. They may burst into tears. I've had that happen with many people. Other people, um, their their telling sign is their head. They have this little itchy spot on their head, and they have to uh, scratch their head. It can be a number of things. It can be, as I'm watching them, it can be as simple as I see them take a big breath in and release. It's as if, oh, this has now embedded in my subconscious. And then you retest afterwards to see if the subconscious has taken that. So if it tested, if the statement tested weak before, it will test strong afterwards. Hmm. Yes, it's really interesting. And the, the results of that can be quick or it may take time. Um, I've had people who've had some significant changes almost immediately, others where it might be a few days or a couple of weeks, and all of a sudden they realize they're thinking differently about that topic because they no longer have mm-hmm. that old limiting belief system operating. That makes sense that it would continue to work over the next few days or your body kind of just is working through it or releasing, and it makes sense that it would you know, take a few few more days sometimes to just kind of continue the release of that belief? Well, it's true, and it also may be that you've you've come up with that one belief, but it has some appendages out there that mm-hmm. also need to be transformed. You also need to lay down a new script for those. I like to look at this as um, with another analogy that's really easy for people to imagine. You've got a stream flowing, and you've got rocks in this stream, and the rocks are those old subconscious beliefs that are in the way, and the water's having to flow around it. So there's your life. It's having to flow around it, and maybe it can't even flow around it. Maybe it's backed up, and you've got a pool of water over here because these things are limiting what you can do. But if I reach into that stream and I remove those rocks, then the water flows easily. My life flows easily. So what you're really Mm -hmm. looking at is the things that are keeping you stuck that you may or may not be aware of. You may have a conscious awareness or you may not. Uh, And your subconscious will allow you, as it is ready, it will reveal those and come up and you'll be able Mm -hmm. to see what they are and then you can uh, work on them. So I use a, a, a variety of these things depending upon the situation and the person to um, address these things. And it's really quite to do. This is These are not, you know, it's not traumatic and you don't have to spend hours talking to somebody or thrashing over the bad stuff that happened, you quickly move into what's the emotional opposite of that that I really want. I, without uh, without crossing the barrier of patient uh, privacy, are you able to share any stories of changes or big changes that you've seen in your business? Yes, this was really quite fun um, and, and very recent. I had uh, worked with a young woman, uh, for only two sessions, and I think we did those about two or three weeks apart, actually. It's just feeling really stuck in her life and couldn't, you know, it was she was just at the point of saying, literally, what is the point? I just can't get to where I want to be. And so we did a couple of sessions, and on the very last one, um, we worked on two or three very simple belief statements, being worthy of love, being worthy of receiving. That's all we did. And... 
because so much of this is based on self-worth. You know, if you get down mm-hmm. to it, we've got some self-worth issues. That was a Wednesday. And on Friday, she sent me a text, and she said, I felt so good after our session that I went home and I did a vision board. And mm-hmm. on that vision board, I put down that I wanted to travel the state and take a lot of photographs. And that was Wednesday night after our session. On Friday, as she's texting me, she says, today I got hired by a company to travel the state and take photographs. Woohoo! She opened that blog. I know. That was pretty fast. But she said the difference was, and I talked to her saying, she goes, the difference was I didn't have any more blocks to this. The blocks were removed, and it could just come about. And that's the key mm-hmm. to get rid of the blocks. Mm-hmm. Yes, I felt that in my own life. Maybe I've been doing it a little bit harder because it's like I'll learn how to remove them and then move forward, learn how to. And I use a lot of tools. I have a lot of coaches and a lot of people that I go to. Uh, but it seems like it takes longer. But when you do remove that block, things do happen fast, it seems like. They can. I want to ask they really you. Can. Oh, go ahead. I want to ask no, you from the from the business side. What what is one piece of advice that you would give to a business owner, maybe a holistic business owner, if they were just getting started? What's something that you've had success with that you would like to share, maybe with our audience, or what's something that you would suggest to a new business owner? Well, to a new business owner, I would suggest really, um, well, a couple of things. And one of these is a piece of advice I received decades ago um, from a man I was working for. And I have remembered this ever since. Uh, His name was Boone Pickens, and he's uh, still around, quite a vital businessman, even in his 80s. And one of the things he said back then to me was, opportunities are like the bus. If you miss one, another one will be along in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Opportunities are going to come to us all the time. And I think when we're in our own business, especially starting out, there's a lot of fear that comes up that I have to get this client, I have to get this project, I have to get this job, uh, because there may not be another one coming. It's, uh, it's a lack mentality that can be a driver for us, if we want to continue to get business and keep business in the pipeline, we keep working at it, or it can paralyze us um, if we mm-hmm. don't do something about that. But I, as I have lost a piece of business over the years, I've always remembered that. This is one opportunity. There will be another one along in 10 minutes. This is the bus. That's great. How do people reach you? Uh, how do they get in contact with you and reach you? They can go to my website, letyourlifeflow.com, and send in your contact information, and I'll be glad to uh, visit with anybody about you know, what they're looking at, what's feeling stuck in their life, and talk about the different kinds of modalities and techniques I use uh, and see if it may fit. Now, did you mention you have a session that you're willing to give? Yes, I will do a 30-minute free session um, to explore what's going on with you uh, for anybody who'd like to to do that. Oh, perfect. So they just go to letyourlifeflow.com to set up a a free 30-minute session. And do you have – is that the best way to contact you then, too? That's the best way to contact me, yes, via via the website, yes. 
I'm going to take a moment and just talk about an upcoming event I have, and then we'll get back to asking some quick fire questions. Coming up very soon, October 7th, I am putting on an event called Soul Saturday. This is for people that may feel like they don't have enough hours in the day. They feel alone, sometimes depressed or unfulfilled. It's for someone that's feeling overwhelmed with family responsibilities and never feels like they're enough or worthy. So if you find yourself getting in your own way when it comes to living a more peaceful and joyful life, you would want to grab a friend, a sister, a daughter, or a coworker, and just come and enjoy a few hours to pause. Give yourself time to escape the busyness of life and feel nurtured, inspired, and empowered in a safe environment with like-minded women, unwind on a journey of learning stillness, how to set up and keep boundaries, as well as how to implement self-care. You'll come and reconnect your mind, body, and soul so you can leave feeling refreshed and with renewed passion and purpose. For your Soul Saturday seat, what you need to do is visit bit.ly forward slash soul sat, so soul, S-O-U-L, sat, S-A-T, tickets, T-I-C-K-E-T-S, or find the event Soul Saturday on Facebook. The tickets are $97 for early bird pricing, and you can bring a friend for $47. If you have any questions, find me, Kelly Carter, on Facebook, and I'm happy to answer them or send me a message here. Now, I'm so excited for that, and it sounds like it might be something that uh, would appeal to some of your clients, too, uh, Jolu, yes. so uh, we'll have to, I'll have to give you a link so that you could share it. But I want to get back to when, what is the number one thing that you found is one of your blocks? I, oh, fear I about like. not being able to do something or qualified to do something. I'm sorry, my dog's barking. See, I'm building my life around or my business around my life, right? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> sorry about that. Yes, it's uh, it's probably the fear about not being able to do something, uh, thinking, and that's an old limiting belief or qualified to do something. Because the fact is, you can learn anything. I can learn anything. But that's probably one of the stumbling blocks that I have gotten stuck on more often than not during my uh, years in business. I already asked you the best piece of business, or you gave us the best piece of business advice. How about the best book? What's the most recent book you read that you would like to recommend? Oh, the most recent one I've read, because I'm very interested in sort of the science behind how all this works, is uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza's Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Um, You know, we tend to believe that all this spiritual stuff or energetic stuff doesn't have a lot of roots in science, and that's not really true. Um, Quantum physics tells us a lot about why things work the way they do. And Joe's book is is, uh, very straightforward about that. But, you know, I will say this, Kelly, that whatever part of the path you're on right now, um, know mm-hmm. that you're, you may be ready to hear certain things now, and next year you might be ready to step a little further out and hear something more. That's certainly been my experience over time. I'm sure it has been for you. That uh, some things that I might have read 10 years ago, uh, I couldn't, but now they make sense. Um, and we're just putting the pieces together to learn more about how we work and function in this world as a spiritual being as well as... Uh, 
in our in our human form. So um, that one's been really interesting to me lately, especially on the quantum physics side. Oh, I'm so interested in it. So this, what you're talking about, the tapping, it's all cellular release. It's all cellular memory. Being a nurse, yes. I have to go find out. I don't under I don't understand the metaphysical side uh, as well. Also, I'll go learn the science behind it. And I love that science is catching up to the spiritual side, you know. And I have heard this doctor's name several times in the last few weeks. I know once with you, and then I've just kind of seen him pop up like on Hay House Radio. And so I'm going to have to grab that book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Is that what you said? Yes, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And it's about all those messages that that's how you're being right now is by all those old messages. And you really have to do something different. And he's got some ways that he goes about that, a specific meditation process. Another very interesting writer in this field is Bruce Lipton, who wrote The Biology of Belief, well, I believe 10 years ago, and now it's been updated. Um, it's a pretty heavy-duty read if you want to understand the science, but Bruce is a scientist who really discovered that we are not a slave to our genetic disposition, that our genes turn on and off based upon our environment and what we're thinking. So if you believe that you are certain to get cancer because your father or your mother or you know it runs in my family, that is not necessarily the case. It's the field of uh, epigenetics. Very, very interesting. I love it. I always talk about epigenetics. It's only 5 to 15%, probably closer to 5%. So when people say, well, I'm going to get diabetes, well, that's not true. Your environment, what you eat, the way you think, it can, if it can be turned on, it can be turned off. And I feel personally that I've done that in my own health. I've turned off a lot of those switches, you know, of inflammation yeah. and pain. And, yeah, if it can be turned on, it can be turned off. And so you're not destined to... Even with birth defects, you're not destined to be stuck in that for the rest of your life. Same with your beliefs. No, you're not. And, and in general, all these, you know, when we think about how many beliefs we laid down in the first six years of our lives, and then, you know, depending upon how old you are, maybe for the next 50, oh, my gosh, if this is a, an iceberg and 95% is under the water and that's all stuff that I don't even know about, can I really change it that quickly? And the answer is yes. Um, it doesn't take another 50 years to change those limiting beliefs. You can change them very quickly. Yes, I'm so excited that you've been on this uh, interview with me today. I love that we're so, no wonder we were drawn to sit by each other at our recent event, and I just feel like we're so on the same level and the same track, and I love that. I want to make sure everybody goes to letyourlifeflow.com and set up your 30-minute free session with Joe Lou and take advantage of that. If you feel like you're stuck or you don't even know what might be holding you back, that would be a great option for you. Did you have anything else that you wanted to share, Joe Lou? No, I don't think so. Um, I will say this. If there's something that you think you want to do in your life, but you have decided you, you, you become aware of what you're saying to yourself about it. Oh, I, I can do that when this happens. Because one of the things that I had in my head, I've been wanting to do this kind of work with people for probably 20 years. And it wasn't until the last year or so as I began to delve deeper into these subconscious beliefs that I realized what I was telling myself was, well, I'll do this in retirement. Mm-hmm. And that changed. I realized I don't want to do this in retirement. I want to do this now. I enjoy this work now and um people I work with are 
just moving forward in their lives in an incredible way. That was a limiting belief. So they, they can be very subtle. You just have to pay attention to what you're telling yourself. Yeah, and waiting, waiting on something to be happy or waiting on something else to be fulfilled. They're finding the science of happiness is living in the now, not waiting. Yeah. So I'm really interested in that and would like to do a lot of shows on that too. I, I sure appreciate you coming on and, and sharing your time with us. Well, thank you, and, Kelly. I uh, really my, enjoyed it. Yes, great. And um, I'm going to go ahead and sign off the missing pieces. This is Kelly Carter. Have a nice day.